0: This is Halloween, or is it Christmas? Well, with this film that we're about to talk about, you don't have to choose.
1: Indeed. Today on We Ship It, we are talking about Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas and the spooky lovebirds, Jack and Sally. Do we ship it? Listen to find out.
0: And I'm Steph
1: and I'm Devin
0: and welcome to we ship it on we ship it Devin and I get together to gab about our favorite and not so favorite ships of all time whether it be books movies TV shows etc season one was super fun but we didn't have a theme or anything we just kind of jumped in with our favorite ships Um, this season we wanted to go for something a bit different like we explained earlier in our future or our post episodes. Yeah. Um, And we decided to theme it out and talk about our favorite Disney and animated series couples. And it's been a freaking blast, right? That's
1: right. Absolutely. And today we are going to talk about Jack and Sally. Tim Burton's style is definitely different than our traditional Disney movie, but so many people love this film. So of course we wanted to talk about it.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So let's get to our traditional summary. And don't forget, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. But of course, you probably should have seen it by now. And if you're a Christmas lover or a Halloween lover, mostly a Halloween lover, you should probably watch it. So... Onward with Nightmare Before Christmas. In the beginning, we are introduced to a town called Halloween Town. It's basically a town that's in charge of Halloween, if you didn't gather that. Um, It's a spooky as heck place, and it's run by the mayor and the so-called pumpkin king, Jack Skellington. Every year, the town spends the whole year preparing for Halloween and then scares people on the big night and does all the big, important Halloween things. Um, When we first meet Jack, everyone adores him. He's sort of famous. But when we get our first glimpse at him alone, he actually is kind of sad. He would rather trade his fame for something more. He's missing something. Yeah, (laughs) He believes something is missing from his life and he seeks to find it. Um, So when we first meet Sally, um, she's this girl, she's kind of Frankenstein like she was created by this evil Doctor, and he kind of is this abusive guy, Um, not a great father figure for sure. (laughs) Um, She's always running away from him and trying to sneak out or whatever. And so, one time she puts him to sleep, she goes to Jack's house and overhears while she's kind of stalking him um, that he's singing about wanting something more from life. And it's clear that she has feelings for him even from this point. Um, Jack then stumbles across trees. With these doors on them that are in the shape of different holiday icons, such as a Christmas tree or a pumpkin or whatever. Each of these respective towns, like Eastertown or Christmastown, they're in charge of that holiday. Very clever business there. Um, so Jack decides to go in the Christmas tree door, which is Christmastown, and he falls in love with the snow and all the Christmassy stuff. He then tries to make Halloween Town participate in Christmas and really messes with a lot of stuff, kidnapping Santa, scaring children on Christmas, etc. Um, and he just doesn't do a great job. Sally mm-hmm. tries to help him out. She tries to stop him, um, tries to save Santa because Santa ends up with this creepy guy called the, what is it, the boogeyman or something weird like that. I don't know. Um, so she tries to save him, all this stuff. And then it doesn't work out. So then Jack comes back and he saves Sally and Santa saves Christmas and the two kiss before the movie ends, realizing that the something more they needed was each other. Isn't that beautiful? Aww, Devin? How
1: cute! <laughs> <laughs> and with that, away we go. Let's do it. All right. So question number one, are you a fan of the creative elements used in this film? As it is unlike any Disney movie we've seen before.
0: You know, I've never really liked spooky stuff. I'm going to be honest from the very beginning. I think (laughs) Devin's the same, so I'm sorry for anyone out there who's sort of like, I love Halloween. Um, We brought up uh, Jack and Sally on our Halloween special, which was really cool to hear Mm -hmm. from Antoinette. Um, And Devin chose this couple, but I think it's mainly because we didn't know who else to pick. Um, But for me, I've (laughs) never been... I've never really been in love with the spooky stuff. However, I think Tim Burton is unique. Um, he's never been my favorite kind of aesthetic, but he's an absolute pioneer and he's brilliant. Um, and I've always, I've always kind of wondered what it is that appeals to people about the general aesthetic of this spooky look. Um, but I think, you know, it's got that Beetlejuice vibe. I'm not really mm-hmm. here for it, but if any one of our listeners really, you know, is passionate about it, let us know why. We want to we learn more. What do you Absolutely. think, Deb?
1: Absolutely. So I'm probably going to be hated for saying this as, oh, oh well,
0: no.
1: <laughs> but I'm really not a fan. Um, Timber and I just don't mesh. I guess <laughs> it stems from my dislike of horror and gothic in general, but I just never got into his creative design. Even in his um, live actions like Alice in Wonderland or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the technique used just seemed bizarre, which I guess yeah. is the point, but it just doesn't sit well with me
0: well um, so i, I looked you... it up devin i don't mean to cut you off but i looked it up yeah apparently it's not technically like Dis- walt disney pictures it's a company that disney owns that is an adult like for adult right. correct adult-ish films i don't want to say adult films but um <laughs> it's called like touchstone or something like right. that um mm-hmm. and they they did that because they didn't think they thought it was too scary for children um which i thought was an interesting. there you thing. go but
1: go on. <laughs> um, I will say that this technique in design does work for *The Nightmare Before Christmas*. I mean, there's something about that creepiness, but still beautiful character development that comes from the design of the characters. Um, I do think it works well here. Like, I'm a fan of it in that in those regards. However, I'm not really a fan of it overall. Um, but it works with this film. So that's great. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. I like I like the film. I like the way they do it it works for this film, but I just don't like the design techniques.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some Tim Burton Sorry. films. That I think, I think the theme is kind of a neat, um, it, it speaks to, uh, like, the scariness speaks to the theme a little bit more Mm -hmm. in this one. I think the story told could have been told in a number of ways. I think it's just kind of a weird way to tell it, but you guys tell us if you disagree. Um, The next question, do you consider this movie a Halloween flick or a Christmas one?
1: Nah, good question. (laughs) I've always been a little, (laughs) (laughs) I've always been a little bit, Confused with this myself, as I've known people to watch it for Halloween. I've also known people who watch it for Christmas. Yeah, and I guess it's not a bad thing to watch it for both. But since the question was brought up, I feel that it's more of a Halloween film. I agree with Christmas elements and not vice versa. Yeah. Um, when I watch it, it doesn't scream Christmas, but more Halloween. And again, that (laughs) goes back to that it goes back to those design elements in the plot. Um, And I get that. I understand. But so you can watch it in Christmas. You can watch it in Halloween. It it goes both ways. But I feel like it's more of a Halloween film with Christmas elements. Um, Yep. But if people can consider Die Hard a Christmas film, then sure, let's lump it in there as well. Right? I guess you're right. <laughs> well,
0: I think, I think even Santa's kind of spooky in this one. That's why I don't really mm-hmm. consider it a Christmas film. I, I honestly don't even consider it a holiday film, to be honest with you. like I would, I would prefer to watch it on Halloween than Christmas. But mm-hmm. I also think it's more of like a discussion of people who don't, can't accept who they are um and that's honestly i just think that's where the theme really is rather than oh it's halloween or it's christmas like i think it's much deeper than that i think people just watch it during those seasons because like it's something to watch during those seasons because it's in the title but
1: it's a little either way
0: yeah it's it's a little festive um but yeah so that's really all i had
1: all right so with that what are some of your favorite moments with these two
0: i mean there aren't really too many romantic moments between the two to choose from obviously the kiss at the end neat um i i you know most of the time i think the scenes that i like are the scenes with sally involved she's honestly the Mm -hmm. only sensible one of the two throughout this movie for Um, sure yeah i like when she tries to save his ass she always you know is the one to try and save him and it shows her selfless nature and that's the part of sally that i really love is that Though she's shy, she's brave. She's willing to do what she needs to do to you know, be that selfless person for the person that she loves. And those are the moments that I find really endearing out of all of their moments together, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what about you?
1: So I know I answered this one before in our Halloween episode, as we already mentioned the f- from last season, but I still come back to this moment in the film where Jack is singing his, um, his ballad, Uh, about wanting to be more than what he is. Um, He seems very vulnerable and emotional and just very open because he thinks he's by himself. And then Sally is hiding amongst the tombstones and we see her really connect with him. I think it's a very sweet moment as we get to see Jack at his lowest and Sally not turn away from him. Um, She appreciates him for who he is and wants to support him in his endeavors that moment stands out to me amongst all the other ones that they do have together. It's raw and you see both Jack and Sally at their best. Jack and wanting to be a better person and wanting to have a bigger desire in his life. And Sally in her love and affection and caring nature, um, someone who has never really been shown or expressed love to someone else. Um, she really makes a connection with Jack and it's pure and honest. So that's why I chose that one.
0: Hmm. I mean, that's definitely not a bad scene to choose. I think that
1: it's,
0: <laughs> I think that that's where they first kind of connect with each other, even though Jack right. doesn't know they're connecting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, either way. So creeper next status. thing, Oh God, she is creeper, but I love her. Uh, next thing. What is the most endearing quality when you look at their relationship?
1: So as you already mentioned, I think the most endearing quality is Sally. Oh
0: my gosh, that's all I put for my answer (laughs) Uh,
1: That's too funny. Uh, I I think it's really just Sally's persistence. She has her heart set on Jack and she's willing to do whatever it takes to make him notice her. She's kind of like that friend that's, always there until you realize oh she's not just a she's friend not anymore.
0: there yeah oh gosh
1: <laughs> i think at the beginning she gets friend zone right away but her persistence and her caring nature open the door for a much greater relationship with jack
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's it. It's Sally. The most endearing part of their relationship is Sally. Jack's a little insufferable. I can't stand when the famous person complains, you know, oh my gosh, I'd give up everything because my life is terrible and I need something more. It's like, get over yourself, bro. And I think this film is more about that. It's more about Jack's growth um, in learning how to accept himself. And his purpose, and I think Sally is just sort of she is the one who leads him to understanding that love is the something more that mm-hmm. he's looking for because of her persistence, like you said, so right, just Sally
1: <laughs> just Sally, yeah, all right, moving onward. is this relationship really all that healthy?
0: I think. It generally is. You're probably going to disagree with me on this, but I think that the the unhealthy part of this relationship is, is Jack in the beginning, and I think it's not because of the relationship. I think it's because of the situation that he finds himself in and that he's not fully grown into himself yet. Um, it's, it, to me, it's not a relationship unhealth. It's a Jack unhealth. So what he needs to do before they can mm-hmm. be together is learn about himself and go through all of that, which I think he does throughout the film. I think that's the point of the film. And in the end, I think once they find each other and they meet in the middle, um, I think, you know, once Sally realizes her real worth, runs away from that jerk doctor, and he <laughs> figures out that he is the pumpkin king and should just continue to do that, um, I think that they're pretty good for one another once they've figured themselves out. Uh, you may have a differing opinion, Devin. I see that I on your do. face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so i don't think so tell us why Uh, i don't at some points in the film sally has an almost obsessive like relationship with jack she's kind of like that doting fan who wants more who wants um to be noticed and for the relationship to to be more than what it is and um Jack, on the other hand, fails to notice her on multiple occasions. He sidelines her um, from the beginning and his road to success does not include her. She is the one that has to include herself in there. Um, So she helps him out and he just gives a stiff arm to her. I don't think I see him being appreciative of Sally until the very end. So because of these two things, I don't, think the relationship is all that healthy from start Mm. to end
0: i guess i see where you're coming from it ultimately just depends if you believe that sally's feelings are true or not Um, which could be argued either way i think i think that there are a number of young girls who look at you know these guys and they're like oh they're like fawning over them they're a little Goo-goo obsessive. Guys. I don't think that she's so obsessive though that it goes into her own the core of her being and changes who she is. That's where I find that Sally is a little bit more I'd healthy agree than that. the traditional stalker. Um <laughs> but uh moving to the next thing, do you think Always their character uh, yeah. Uh do you think their character <laughs> qualities balance them out or force them apart?
1: So Jack is more of this impulsive dreamer and he just does things without really going through the process of thinking it out. And he wants more than what he is naturally meant to have. Mm -hmm. He almost has this kind of Anakin like mindset where he wants more than what he's given. Um, if you're catching that reference, um, he thinks He-he. he's better.
0: In,
1: <laughs> he thinks he's better in some regards than the rest of the Halloween Town gang.
0: Yep.
1: Sally, on the other hand, is far more sensible. She thinks about things thoroughly and she processes her emotions better. So I don't, I don't know if these differences work to their advantage or not. While it's nice to have um, like two completely opposite people come together they may be too different to work as one i don't know what do you think i don't think? know
0: if i de- like i necessarily agree i think i think their qualities draw them together and here's why i mean there are some Tell things me. i could probably you know agree with you on with what you said but i think you know they are similar they have one thing that draws them together And that's that they want something more out of life. So Sally seems to really relate to him when he's singing on the hill, even though she doesn't have that fame. So it's Mm -hmm. not, I don't think it's her being obsessed with a famous guy and him sort of giving in to one of his fans. I see it as they relate on that level. Um, And then they also have differences. Um, I think Sally is shy and Jack is bold, but I think that when they come together, they're able to, you know, save christmas sally is also she has an underlying courageousness that she can relate to jack as well um and i think because of that shyness and that boldness i think that those are the that's the opposites attract thing but with an opposites attract relationship you need somewhere that you can at least relate and i think they relate on that um building up always building up in their lives like always wanting something Mm -hmm. more so that's why i think it draws them together in the end Okay. Um, I, I don't think they see it at first, and I, I definitely think some of their character qualities could, over time, become not great if they don't you know take the proper care of themselves that they should. For but sure. I think at the end of the movie, by the time that Jack learns what he needs to learn, and by the time that she gets out of the unhealthy situation she's in, I think that they, their character qualities do balance them out.
1: All right. I'll accept hey, that. this is
0: the first one we're like disagreeing on this heavily. I know. I think. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I know. All
1: right. To the next one. Do you think their relationship will last for the ages? Meaning, do you think their relationship is memorable?
0: i mean comparatively no i don't think it's really memorable like if you look at the disney princesses these are stories that live in our hearts forever uh jack and sally i think they're more i think they they tug at the heartstrings of those who already really love the occult thing um there's a whole group of people that love that sort of spooky relationship be right. thing Mm-hmm. I think that that's where they really rest. I don't think they're, I don't think they're national classics. I don't think they're global classics. Um, I, I don't over- all think they will st- withstand the test of time in the audience's mind, like in, a, like in Elizabeth and Darcy or the fairy tale princess. Um, in the story, I mean, they have a really long time to go. So that's something to think about. Like, as far as like audience memorability, probably not so much. Um, but as far as like will their relationship last in the story? Um right. they are together forever. So I mean, we're going to talk about this later, but being immortal is probably going to add some issues cuz they're they already showed that they get bored <laughs> of stuff. Like they get right. bored of stuff pretty quick. So it's like what is I don't know. What do you think, Devin?
1: So I think for some people, like you said, those that have that more niche uh, mentality when it comes to occult things, I, think, I definitely think it works for them. I know people um, who not idolize this relationship, but at least find it memorable and it sticks with them. But mm-hmm. I think part of it is, so I, I agree in, the, in those regards, but I don't know if they are really like a standout couple for me. I think they are more memorable apart than together. Jack stands out to me and Sally stands out to me, but I don't know if their relationship stands out to me.
0: That's a good point. That is a really good point. That's kind of where I
1: stand. I, I, I appreciate them on separate, but I don't know if together I have that same appreciation that's
0: a good point i think their characters separately stand out more than their relationship Mm -hmm. stands out and i think that's kind of the point of the story too but that moving on because this question is very similar um since we've been chatting about disney princesses lately do you think their relationship can stand up to the royalties Mm -hmm. nope and we just answered this (laughs) i don't think we have to talk too much but essentially disney princesses hold something in our minds that I mean, even the fairy tale of the story adds to the romance. I don't think Mm -hmm. there's any fairy tale to this story. None of the aspects and the aesthetic of this. Sorry, I'm answering my own question. But none of the aspects of this movie really play to the relationship or the romance of the relationship. So I don't really see it standing up to those relationships.
1: Yeah, me neither. Uh if someone tries to argue that this couple is stronger than any of the other Disney royalties, I'm going to have to say no. You're <laughs> Devin, this is wrong. the
0: strongest I've seen you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even some of the less developed relationships, like the early Disney couples, have more memorable and powerful moments than these mm-hmm. two in my in my thought process, at least. Right.
0: Well. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I agree.
0: That I agree with.
1: All right. So could the fact that they are immortal, and you already mentioned this a little bit before, could the fact that they are immortal play into their relationship at all?
0: I think it could. I don't think we know enough about their romance to really say if they're true loves. Like that would really change a lot. If we Mm. got more from the perspective of their relationship, this story is really not about their relationship even th- even though that's the end point of it all I don't really get it throughout the film um, they just kiss at the end that's all I get from it mm-hmm. um, but I you know there is something in their characters that lead us to qu- this question Because they get bored easily, right? Um, She wants to run away. I mean, she's in an abusive situation, so it's different. But she wants something more. He wants something more. So ultimately, living forever is a long time to live with the same person. (laughs) Not to to really dive too deep into this relationship that's like completely fictional and of an animated couple. But ultimately, the two of them, the only characteristics that I really know they share is that they get tired of the same old thing. And that's like... Well, I don't know what you're gonna do then.
1: <laughs> right. What do you think, Dev? So, well, we all know one thing won't separate them is death. We always hear that A- phrase. We always hear that phrase like "till death do us part." Yeah. Well, that's not the case with these two. So, it's nice knowing that they found their other half, quote unquote, if you will, and that they can spend the rest of their lives together. I, I, I do like knowing that it is nice knowing that um but i agree like i don't know if they will spend eternity together as a couple we don't get a strong sense of a good foundation we get elements of it but i don't think we get the full picture um, which is hard for us as an audience to make that assumption so um who knows? Maybe there will be a sequel one day, and we'll see these <laughs> two together. And yeah,
0: we'll see that sequel come out. I'm sure people will flip out if there's I'm a sure. sequel. People love this film. I mean, yeah. as much as we're ragging on it, people really. Yeah, love no, it. no.
1: Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, this film, I, while it's not my favorite, I, I still enjoy it. Like, I still sit there and I will be thrilled with it. But yeah, uh, relationship-wise, you know. We're picking
0: apart the relationship here. Um, And speaking of which, a more philosophical question, is it right to support someone in a relationship even when you don't agree with them?
1: So I'd say yes. Um, I'd even say that that's one of the best things about a relationship Is when you support that person, even when you don't agree with them. Yeah. Not if you don't agree with them, because we all know that we aren't going to always agree with our significant other.
0: God knows it. (laughs)
1: It's, (laughs) it's just not going to happen, but we can accept each other's opinions and grow together as a couple through our disagreement. And I think that, um, being a supportive, um, partner helps, make your relationship that much stronger while you might not agree with them fully, you should at least support them. Um, at least that's where, I mean, obviously there are some circumstances where that might be different, but. Well,
0: I, I I tend to kind of agree with you. I basically said, I think so. I think it's the best thing for you, um, to support your significant other, like no matter what, unless Mm -hmm. it challenges your morals to do things to do so i think sally was right to try and stop jack because she tried to save him it was kind of against her whole principle to allow him to go and wreck himself um but honestly when you look back on it, he needed to make his own mistakes before he'd get over himself. So <clears throat> I think each person in a relationship should be honest um, and not give in if it's against their morals, but should generally support the other person in figuring out stuff and grappling with things and support them in, in ventures that they may not agree with. It just, it just depends. Does, does their involvement in a thing create a moral problem for you? If it does, then you don't support. But if it doesn't, I mean, then you support them in whatever they're doing. That's my ultimate, that's my vision on it.
1: Love that. Yay. Well done. (laughs) All right. And ending (laughs) with our final question. Is it plain to see that they are meant to be? Do we ship it?
0: You're going to hate me, Devin. (laughs) Okay, here's my thing, right? It is an ever so slight yes. It's an ever-so-slight yes. And here's why. I mean, ultimately, I don't love the aesthetic. Eh. But the two of them, in my opinion, are not in an unhealthy relationship. Um, And that's ultimately what I think would keep someone from shipping them. Because I think Sally is so sweet. I love her character. Jack is kind kind of a jerk. But at the same time, like he's a dude that I think grows a lot and it's interesting to watch the two of them in that character development. And he's charismatic and, I think,
1: and nice. Yeah.
0: And I think they care about each other. Um, so I, I have to say, yes, I ship it, but I don't like ship it. You know what I mean? Like I support the relationship, but I'm not like, Ooh, Jack and Sally. Like, it's just not, it's not Elizabeth and Darcy for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, oh, you know that. Yes. I mean, you know that, but, but I will say it's an ever so slight, I support it. I don't ship it. What about you? That wasn't
1: what the question asked, but okay. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that I'm not completely 100% sold on these two. Um, I mean, I get why people are attracted to them and fully endorse them. But for me, I'd have to say, no, that's just where I'm at. I get it. I understand it. I see it. But I don't fully like. I'm not 100% backing it. Right. Um, so I guess in some regards, I'm close to Stephanie as well, where I don't. I like. I understand it, but like again, kind of I'm, a gray area. Sold by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Regardless, great movie. But yeah, great movie <laughs> overall. And we could have a
0: whole other <laughs> podcast on Tim Burton and, and just generally the relationships in his films. Like if you mm-hmm. think about what's the other one? Um. The Corpse Bride. I think that'll be an interesting one if we ever talk about that too. Um, But moving on. So there you have it. Our thoughts Mm -hmm. on Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, or at least Jack and Sally portion of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Now let's hear from a commenter. So Angie, thank you, Angie, for sending this in. So Angie says, since I was little, I've always loved Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It was one of my favorites. It is It's an extraordinary, spooky, yet heartfelt classic. The creation process of that movie as a whole is just so amazing and intriguing. That stop-motion animation is awesome to watch every single time. And don't even get me started on the music. I've always been in love with Danny Alfman's music scores and his voice. So can we just talk about how I just recently made the connection that Sally was voiced by the amazing Catherine O'Hara? She's Moira from Schitt's Creek for anyone who watches that show, which I do, Angie, and I love it. I didn't know yeah, that I just either.
1: started it to myself. <laughs>
0: That's so I didn't know that that was her, I but um, back to Angie. I love mm-hmm. that woman, but anyways, yes. Growing up, I've always loved Jack and Sally. I was literally Sally for three Halloweens in a row. That's how much I love those characters, but I've always loved them together as a couple. I felt like Sally was shy it's super sweet, but despite being shy, she was bold and strong and of course caring. She always tried to help Jack in any way she could. So cute. But don't get me wrong. She would always try to talk to someone, talk some sense into Jack whenever he got too ahead of himself. Jack was the opposite. He was so outgoing, charismatic, and he always tried to do the best thing. He The next best thing. He didn't let anyone get in his way. Although he was a bit oblivious to Sally's feelings towards him at first, I think it was due to his pride and his ego. I think it's because of how focused he was about making Christmas. And of course, he was so big on making Halloween bigger and scarier each year. He just wanted some change. But when he realizes Christmas was not meant for him, he also realizes what was right in front of him this whole time. It was his little spooky Halloween town, his loving community, and his beautiful Sally. God, I love that ending scene and those last words when they, that they sing to each other at the end. For it is plain as anyone can see, we're simply meant to be. That's so
1: <laughs> sweet. Love that, Angie. <laughs> thank you.
0: Okay. Yes. Thank you so much. Now, let's get to the fun part, shall we, Devin?
1: Mm-hmm. Who are we talking
0: about next episode?
1: Well, since it's Christmas time, we wanted to go a bit themed again. We are doing a Christmas special with a guest watcher. That's right. We're going to be looking at Santa and Mrs. Claus from several movies. We are going to compare and contrast and have some Christmas fun.
0: It's the most wonderful time of the year.
1: That's right. After
0: all. And we Um, can't wait
1: for you to join us.
0: I know. Okay. So this concludes our Nightmare Before Christmas episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. Remember, leave us some feedback. We don't mind if it's critical or if it's happy, Mm -hmm. just send it our way. Email it to us at at weshipapodcast.gmail.com if you'd like to join for an episode or something like that Um, or follow us on social media. We would love to hear from you.
1: That's right. New episodes every Friday. We are loving talking about Disney so far and the other animated couples we will be venturing into soon as well. Let us know what you are thinking. Please rate slash review if you like our stuff or let us know how we can improve. Yeah,
0: see you next time. It's almost Christmas. As for now, it's plain to see you and I. We are meant to be. We wouldn't be here without you guys. Love you.
1: Love you guys. Adios, amigos.
0: Love it.